Hello, welcome back to Just Saying, with me, your host, Jennifer Saying. <clears throat> Saying. <laughs> if you enjoyed my last snippet, then this week you are in for an absolute treat. I had the pleasure of enjoying a conversation with seasoned performer, the brilliant Maggie Service. Last year, Maggie and I worked together on stage at the Young Vic Theatre in Arthur Miller's Death of a Salesman. We shared the experience, the dressing room, many laughs and even a few light tears. At the early age of five, Maggie's heart was quickly stolen by the arts and she soon joined the NYT. A young Maggie made her professional debut in an all-star cast at the Fimbra Theatre. Since then, she's continued to extend her CV, working at many various theatres, including the Royal Exchange, the Old Vic, and several times over, the National Theatre. Now, you won't be hard-pushed to find Mags gracing your TV screen, and her latest role was playing Kerry, the floor manager, in the acclaimed three-parter, Quiz, written by James Graham for ITV. Mags has been so kind to very openly share her recent trials and triumphs. Hi, Maggie. Hi, Jen. Oh, thank you so much for joining me on my podcast. Mate, this is my pleasure. Can I just jump in and say hats off to you for oh. starting a podcast well, in the middle you. of a pandemic? <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what happened, isn't oh, it? Well, yeah, I guess so. Thank you. It's kind You're of welcome. been something I've wanted to do and then it felt like, mm. hey, I've got a lot to talk about. <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> and you had to listen to my snippet. I How did. did resonate, Mags? <laughs> well, I mean, I got a bit teary a couple of oh, times. Oh, did you? I did. Oh, but gosh. in it, I mean, I thought it was really um, inspiring. But the thing of also saying you are not alone, just mm. though hearing those words. Yeah are quite big and the second thing was was just the list you know the amount of people it takes to put on a show yeah. is astounding isn't it and Absolutely. I think probably lots of people don't think about that they sort of yeah. see they see us don't they, they see the actors mm. and we're quite important listen don't get me wrong <laughs> but but there's a whole load of other people oh, who are absolutely. already important and um yeah just hearing that list of everyone involved and then you know the magnitude of people that are going to be losing jobs and uh, or on the verge of losing jobs as well mm. through this whole thing it's something like 300,000 uh, yesterday wow. something like that so it's a it's a big deal to hear you are not alone because it has mm. felt it's felt a bit lonely yeah, for me yeah, sometimes yeah. has it for you yeah definitely most definitely I think I've been lucky enough doing voiceovers and at least connecting mm. with people in that way. Yeah. But difficult, particularly just not seeing friends and not seeing family. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's getting much mm -hmm. better now. Yeah. Off, you know, you're with your family now, but yeah. But I can only imagine as someone that lives on their own. Mm. Well, I can't imagine actually how that <laughs> must feel. Well, it's, um, oh, I think it's been difficult for everyone for different reasons, but I think more particularly in terms of the industry thing you know we I mean there is this funding who knows when we will get it at 1.57 mm. but it is going to be split 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 and then some of it's going to be grants and some of it's going to be loans and so 
really it's going to be about three million per building max it looks mm-hmm. like which doesn't touch the side so I understand there have been so many meetings and you know meeting with the government and the treasury and does yeah. but and I have to just, say you were very instrumental in that weren't you um, getting well to write to their MPs you were writing to yours and just encouraging oh everyone God. else to do so how was that but, crazy process for you yeah I mean it was sort of it was exhausting and really stressful and I and but also really needed and I'm really glad I was you know I, cu- I couldn't think of anything else to do basically yeah, so amazing yeah okay. just I, but that was the weird thing of kind of feeling like why why am I why am I because I'm just a person who says words out loud for a living and I feel like I'm campaigning for this whole thing and I think that was the that's been the problem in terms of industry leaders my friend Nick Holder did a really good long like eight minute video rant about this Mm. I don't know if you saw he's an actor but basically kind of saying where are where are leaders in this in that we weren't privy to any of the conversations that were happening with the government so I think they slightly missed a step then in just, you know, just send a little email out. You've got all of our details on the database to say, yeah. you know, we don't know. This is terrifying. We don't know what's happening, but we're thinking of you. And again, it like certainly you said, has, sorry, mm. the idea of not being alone. And had we had that, yeah, maybe. Exactly. Yeah, you'd just exactly. just reassured slightly that your thoughts Yeah, about. yeah. But, I, you know, I think it's getting better now. Theatres are sort of realising that they maybe should have done that and are starting to get mm. in touch with people. And also these grassroots... Um, organizations have started you know the freelancers task force and all of Mm -hmm. that to just and try and catch the people who are falling through the gaps as well because there are a ton of people who won't be eligible for the grants you know all of massively yeah so it's there's so many people to catch um but yeah it's it it is it is getting a bit better now and I have to say I did get a beautiful email from a theater who I hadn't yet worked for who I would have been working for so again that thing of going like you know, it is possible just to go, we're thinking of you, this is poo. Yeah, <laughs> like, indeed. But we're thinking of you. So you had um, work lined up and then yeah. you were to do. Yeah, so yes. Oh, God. Yes. But it, hopefully, you know, some things have had to be cancelled. Mm. Um, I'm lucky enough that the the first thing anyway is, no, yeah, they're both postponed uh, to theatre things. So that's, there's hope. We so ideally they're going to happen at some point <laughs> yeah to enjoy them when they do exactly and I guess we there's just no timeline on what that what it looks like yeah yeah <gasps> wow yeah. I guess that oh, it's so weird isn't it because that's an unfortunate position to be in but great mm. that you've got the lineup of some stuff mm. which mm. is more than sometimes we ever have in the profession anyway oh my gosh yeah at this point. has that been a bit yeah. comforting at least yeah but um uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess um, at my most campaigny stage, mm. <laughs> you know, it just felt like the industry just didn't exist anymore. Yeah. So, I mean, I certainly, had, you know, a couple of friends were calling me and going, "Oh, I just want a job." And I was going, you have to not think like that because there's no jobs at the yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah. So don't be all like normal amount of jealousy, comparing yourself, crazy thing that actors do. Don't be doing that because it doesn't <laughs> exist. <laughs> God, it's like, it's so a, tragic, you have to laugh. <laughs> right. so, Mags, did you yeah. feel like that, you know, that space that we're sort of existing in, mm. going, I just want a job? Mm. Is it a different space to one that we've been in before? I mean, I feel like, as, as I was trying to say in my snippet, 
we're mm. kind of you know equipped for this we've been in this position yeah. before obviously the longer it goes on the very you know it's becoming much more different to a normal circumstance because at least there's yeah. a prospect of work mm-hmm. I mean sort of feels to me like a similar space yeah so- I mean no I do I think it's really interesting because yeah, we're kind of equipped to wait, aren't we? Like that's part mm. of the job. Oh, to God. just, yeah, just... That feels tragic. <laughs> <laughs> we're equipped to wait. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> sorry, getting a bit hysterical now. Mm. Yeah, but I think that is, I think that is part of it. And you know, my dad always say, says, "Look, every no means you're closer to your next yes." Right. Mm. So that's what I always think, and it just yeah. feels like okay. So we just have to wait and I think also what's really important for all Mm. actors is this thing of not validating yourself by a job or if you're working or not or if you know like that's a that's bold man to have the time to go okay so if I can't ever act again who am I and what do I do Mm. and how might I make money but also just what do I like doing filling my time I think yeah. well you're I very good at that aren't you oh I have been filling my time <laughs> go on what have you been filling it with <laughs> oh well all right let's go crazy rock and roll first here we go Jen I'm really good at cross stitching <laughs> what I'm really <laughs> Max I thought you were going to start with swimming like open water swimming and you've led with oh, cross stitching yeah. No, I do open water swimming <laughs> pandemic or not, love. Come along. Love that. Um, actually, that was horrendous, having to wait for the, the open water pools to open again. Right, that was yeah. real, oh, that was real bad. Oh, that was real bad. But, so it did, was you hot. left London before they reopened, though, right? No, I um, I just came up last week after behaving, as I say, like, I mean, I said to you, but absolutely like a nun. And I have met up with, you know, one person at a time outside. Mm. And I've had my little family bubble with my nieces other than that nothing because I knew I wanted to try and come up and see mum and dad so and they're in Scotland aren't they they're in Scotland on the lock so yes last last week or so I've been in that lock every day oh, Amazing. but my local Lido is just yeah that's that is what I would do every day love mm, it but nice. cross-stitching Jen <laughs> mainly rude camp or funny quotes have turned oh, out to be cool. my favorite thing to do so you know let me know if you want something cross-stitched well, and it shall let me be know yours. Mags when I can find it on Etsy or the likes <laughs> well that's the thing genuinely part of me was going okay I've like I've redecorated my house basically so oh, I could I could do a DIY business I could sell stuff on Etsy hilarious I can knit um turns out I'm quite good at baking have a little stall yeah. somewhere love it there you are there's your time filled. <laughs> time and, but you do have a side hustle because you do voiceovers as well and I know you've done some from home yeah as well were you doing yeah. that before lockdown anyway well I was I was doing a radio contract with the BBC so I was two weeks into a three-month contract and I was just so lucky that they honored the contracts to the end so mm. I was then technically in work till the end of May bought myself a mic the day of lockdown got Love it delivered it. the next day Love it. learned <laughs> you know it was the technical side of stuff which oh. I'm sure you're getting don't tell me about <laughs> it <laughs> I can't do it like it's a whole different part of our brains, yeah, right? That totally. we just—that I mean, is why there are people employed in studios to do that work. 
Not I, us. They are magicians. They are yeah. magicians. It's the only I mean, explanation. The juggling of, you know, <laughs> worrying about the, the script is one thing. It's mm-hmm. hard enough, isn't it? And then getting the direction, whether it's on a Zoom call or, yeah. <laughs> or equivalent. And then also doing the tech and then worrying about the background yeah. noise. Oh. Yes. Yeah. It's a lot. All of that. It? Yeah, doing a... I did an audio book and actually that was that was weirdly the most enjoyable probably the most stressful too because you know then neighbors started arguing and then there's a dog barking and then there's a helicopter going, i mean we're here for seven years now aren't we like yeah. when do we ever finish Difficult. this yeah oh that's why studios are invented yeah. oh yeah i remember now <laughs> did you find yourself like recording into the night dead of night when it was really quiet or yeah a little bit and getting up uh, if i knew i had just you know little bits for a documentary or something was like mm. just get up super super early just Can't get it do. done yeah get it done amazing um but yeah that was fab and actually it was great to kind of have a crash course in having to learn the technical just having to learn the technical yes. skills yeah yeah um Absolutely. and then also quite exciting to know what can be done you know mm-hmm. what we could do <laughs> so yeah it was that was a good thing to to have to do and yeah. how lucky are we that we could keep getting employment absolutely I feel Mm -hmm. very pleased lucky to have that sort of side hustle and I'm kind of in a space where I'm aiming for you know continued voiceovers and probably Mm -hmm. more television more than anything luckily Mm -hmm. I was kind of on that trajectory before lockdown anyway yeah I don't know if you feel the same you're established as a tv actress do you feel like maybe you'll now prioritize that as a kind of future well actually I'm saying that you've got theatre lined up so well but I mean hilariously the the week I came up here Mm. having not then had a I mean a sniff of anything since Mm -hmm. my contract's finished at the end of May um got called for an R&D at the Old Vic couldn't do it and then got called to do a self-tape and just went oh I mean are you kidding me I haven't I've got a screen I've got a mic I've got my ring light all in my tiny little flat yes. and I'm gonna go to my dad's crafting cabin in the field and go and do a so in some ways the industry hasn't changed you still cannot take a holiday even during That's COVID. The, who knew <laughs> Classic. I just, I mean, it's a big, it's a big lesson in having to roll with punches in a way mm. that, as you say, we are quite equipped to do. Yeah. <laughs> just exactly that. We do. We roll with the punches, don't we? And we've yeah. been doing it for however many years we've been in the industry, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. You a bit yeah. younger than me. But the other main, I think that, you know, this, this movement of Black Lives Matter mm. feels like the loudest it has ever been globally like the world has had to listen in a way that it can it can have gone oh that's a terrible thing that happened anyway moving on what's in the news tomorrow you know Mm -hmm. there has to be a shift now like there's there's too much evidence that things are imbalanced unbalanced so that has to be reflected in the industry whenever that comes back as well Mm. and I feel I've been thinking about this a lot in terms of whenever it does particularly, I guess, with theatre, because of the bums on seats factor. If things just get programmed that are, you know, you know, whatever, some comedy and then there's some famous white person in it. And what, do you know, I mean, it's just that cannot be the model of what theatre looks like when we go back to it, I think. And if it doesn't, it's going to be for all of us on the ground to keep calling out and keep like us who are in the room saying, no, no, that's not correct. It's going to be for us to keep asking the questions and keep putting the pressure on. I, I mean, I, I hope that we don't need to, but if it doesn't happen, we're going to have to keep making sure that 
things will sell if they are things we haven't heard of or people we haven't heard of in them. Yes, I just absolutely. really strongly believe that. And this yeah. is the time for change. And even more so now because then people are going to be so starved of theatre that I think you don't have, I don't think you can use the excuse of going, well, we'll have to because it's for, people will be gagging for theatre by the time we're <laughs> yes. able to go back. Yeah, so, so when they're coming back to it, let's give them, let's open their eyes to maybe something right. new and different and exciting. Yes. For these reasons. For, for years, these, I've just been saying, yeah. tell different stories. We need to tell mm. different stories. Mm. And that's going to be, that's going to be really important. Also, I don't want to see a Shakespeare play where everyone's in lockdown. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I don't want to say the, I the new imagine. revamp, the new version. The reimagining. <laughs> reimagining, that's the word. Don't yes, want to no, say thank it. you. Let us be in there, fields actually. and things. Yeah, we've lived that life. We just don't need it, do yeah. we? Yeah. Wow. I mean, so for you, I feel like from what I'm hearing, you're in a brilliant position. You know, you've got work lined up, you've had this side hustle, you're well equipped from years of experience to this point. Years of waiting. Years of waiting, yeah. <laughs> um, so actually, your side hustle and you're cross-stitching mm. you're not going to need to make <laughs> that into a new business as it were because I mean obviously this won't be true for everybody but mm. you I don't know I guess you've equipped yourself to this point so that you have those side hustles that keep you going so that you mm-hmm. can exist in this time period you know longer than a normal time period of waiting does that make sense yeah yeah and I do you know I do feel really lucky for that and also you know, like just before we worked together, that having, having had to have time off because of, you know, having to have a massive operation. Yes, Weirdly, when lockdown hit and everyone was going on about cleaning their cupboards and everything, I was like, honey, I have done this. <laughs> like, I, I have yeah. done my job of having to be sat at home, Amazing. not being able to do anything for three months. Yeah. And so my cupboards were clean, yeah. you know, my lamps were in place. Like, I, <laughs> It was it was a lovely place to be because I'd had to have that time and yeah and again yeah again just training for just waiting and having yeah. to be on my own and 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 making you know making my space a nice place to be because that's yeah. important isn't and it? actually like, that's incredible Mags I was going to ask you if you felt like because you've been in the industry so long I was going to ask you if you felt like you'd existed in a space in the industry where you were feeling mm. like this already and you actually have. But that was yeah. something completely different. Yeah. That's amazing that you could have had this experience, basically. You know, I was saying I felt like we would be well-equipped just because we wait for auditions. But actually, mm-hmm. there's so much more to that. Yeah. Just, I guess, having to spend time with yourself, too. And, you know, we're not putting on voices and singing songs and putting <laughs> on makeup. But, like, to be it's others. just us. Yeah. 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 All the time. So I think that's probably been quite difficult for people, too. But, again, I sort of had that time of going... Oh God, I've made a lot of mistakes, but I mean, I'm all right. I try and <laughs> try and be kind, do yeah. something nice, do something funny. Like, yeah, it's all right. It wasn't as horrendous as it could have been, yeah. I think. Great. And I can understand why it would be. And I think also particularly for our, you know, for our young actors and and, and people that were in the middle of drama schools, like oh, we've yeah. got to make sure we're catching them whenever we go back to, mm-hmm. you know. They, they are not alone, even though they haven't started yet. They're still part of the family. Do you know? Like, yeah, indeed. You're so it right. It's be... so difficult to, you know, just walk into the industry in the first place out of college, let alone yeah. in this sort of environment. Mm. What I'm hearing though, Mags, and what you're making me feel is very positive actually about the future and how that looks oh, for the industry. Good. 
Yeah, <clears throat> not that I expected our conversation to be doom and gloom, but you know, <laughs> there is a lot of sort of uncertainty and negativity. Yeah. And stuff, but it's really refreshing actually to hear, you know, you've been okay and you've got work lined up. And to be able to say we need to look after that generation of actors that's sort of coming out mm-hmm. of colleges now means that there obviously is hope for this industry that we're able mm. to look after them in the way we want to, you know, that the work will yeah. come for them to do. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's great. I, I love the positivity of that, even though you're probably not trying to be. You, that's just your general outlook on it. Oh, well, I mean, that's nice to hear. Yeah, I think we just, I have no idea. I can't envisage what it's going to look like, but it's an entire industry of creative people. So, <laughs> so, so surely great. those brains, yeah, they can yeah. do something. <clears throat> Somebody, there's so many ideas, but surely one of them is good. <laughs> Well, let's hope so. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. In my snippet, Mags, I was saying I like to be referred to as, I don't even know what I settled on now, actor. Yeah. Actress, actor, former, comedian. What do you (laughs) prefer? Yeah, probably. I don't think I, well, no, yeah, probably actor. Mm. Used to be actress. I don't know what I don't know. Actor or actress, really? Actress. But I guess that. Yeah, I think I probably say actor most often. Yeah, I mean, not that it matters, but I, it was weird when I was, um, you know, recording the episode and kind of going, yeah. "Hang on a minute, <laughs> that's me," but it doesn't necessarily work for everyone. But you, I mean, you are singer, dancer, voiceover actor, exactly. But actor, the whole <laughs> yeah. Therefore, performer. Maybe that's more suited. So. Mm, you you see, but this is still like who are we who are we we're coming back to how does one validate oneself yeah absolutely <laughs> but honestly I truly think you've been amazing in in using your creativity when you're not able to put it into an outlet of acting obviously you still have the voiceover stuff but to create this to create a podcast you know the amount of times me and a friend have gone oh we are hilarious we just start a podcast <laughs> we've never done it you just yeah. went ahead and did it so yeah, that's a, that's a really inspiring story too for creative types who aren't able to put their creativity into something like do yeah. our genders that's Absolutely. great definitely <laughs> I think um it was it was nice to come up with the idea of my little snippet episode and I could just mm. say, just be saying, you know, this little thing and speak on my own because actually yeah, it made it much easier for it to be me and only have to look after me and my recording and my voice. And then obviously yeah. now I've learned that Zoom calls are just <laughs> amazing for this type of thing. So that podcast you keep talking about. <laughs> no excuse just just press record <laughs> yeah there you go in the old combo yeah we'll get on it I will promise <laughs> love it now Mags mm. we, we did talk a bit about the funding stuff um mm-hmm. I was talking to a friend who who I know listens to this podcast actually so shout out to you you know who you are when I say <laughs> but um she was listening from Germany and mm-hmm in a popular show out there and they are covered by the arts protection scheme have you heard about Mm. this no so the arts protection scheme in germany if you google it says that i can't pronounce the german for it but it's (laughs) art protection is the german term for the principle of preserving cultural heritage and artworks during armed conflict especially during the first world war and second world war with the stated aim of protecting the enemy's art and returning after the end of hostilities. 
Oh, yes. And so now she is protected by that scheme. <gasps> in existing in a big show, payments uninterrupted. Isn't that wow, insane? okay, so yes, that has blown my mind. I mean, I knew about uh, paintings, like literal art paintings being yeah. protected by something during wars, but that, wow, to be a live artist, to be financially protected, that Isn't, is pretty yeah. mind-blowing. Yeah, and so wow. I'm kind of like, do we need one of those, maybe? Could we have one? Yeah. Could we? Sounds great. <laughs> Um, I mean, I don't know details and I need to ask her a little bit more about it. But I mean, how incredible is that just for, you know, the entire nation to not be worrying that their culture segment is is going to disappear in times of crisis? That we do not have that, do we? Yeah. And your activist mind, I mean, do you not feel like Mm. that is something that we could push for in the future, potentially? Yes. Yeah, very, very much. There just seemed there was absolutely nothing in place. And so Mm. it was kind of easy for people to just go, well, there isn't a model. We don't know. But I mean, it just can't (laughs) be that. (laughs) Like, you guys are all in really high powered jobs, Mm. right? So let's think about it. And also, I think what that what that takes away which I think we had in Britain is basically all of the theatres having different ideas, but actually not being able to work together. And then it was somebody's job to try and get all of the ideas into one lane, but then that didn't work. So then there were separate organisations and then, but it's just, that's, that's kind of messy and that's unclear for the government to understand too. So if there just was something in place, oh my God, yeah, this is sort of blown my mind. <laughs> yeah. And I, so I wonder if there's, is there something missing there? Is there a middleman that's missing? Mm. We have MPs, we have mm-hmm. um, unions, we have arts bodies, we have, you know, the yeah. individual, individual theatres and stuff. I'm wondering, yeah, yeah. is there a, is there an HR department <laughs> for the industry missing that looks after now, do all you this know, sort of stuff? But I mean, funnily enough, even, even just even for, I mean, the amounts of conversations I've had when there's been discrimination in the workplace, whether it's, you know, racist, just bullying, sexual, yeah. whatever it is, the amount of conversations I've had of going, we don't have an HR department mm. within our industry. Yeah. And yeah. then people going, oh, but we just, the, the question is, we don't have an HR department, question mark. And the answer is, we don't have an HR department. <laughs> and that to me feels... <laughs> <laughs> not particularly good enough right no. but there are conversations happening because also like use this time we can use this time surely can't totally we like we use totally. this time to come up with a really good plan <clears throat> totally so there are apparently conversations in question to at least then protect you know crew and actors mm. and have an objective body that is an HR department that isn't somebody connected with the show it's not going to you know your depth of a union if you choose yes, to be a member exactly. of a union or not like and that's there the is thing. an HR yeah. department yeah. yeah and it's for visiting companies and everyone involved in that mm-hmm. so if we get a tiny teeny version of that in place a model yeah. of that maybe then we can expand it or I don't know maybe it should be bigger first and then have tiny little branches coming mm-hmm. off mm-hmm. but Oh, Jen, can we just do this now? This sounds great. How do we do it? Okay, apparently we can't with a business idea. Another side hustle. <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, yeah, because it, it feels like saying this sort of HR department thing that doesn't mm. exist. I don't know. It's kind of equity, isn't it? But it's kind of not. Like you said, well, it's, you're a it's member not. of the union or you're not. You, that's the thing. I've had long discussions with them as well, to be honest, about 
you know, but what if somebody for whatever, maybe financial reasons can't afford to have the luxury of being yeah. a member of a union? Mm. You're just not protecting that person because that doesn't feel good enough to me. Mm-hmm. So what, you know, and, you and the answer can't just be, you should have told equity, you should have, because if people don't know to, they're not going to go. So that's why have an, an objective body that, yeah. HR department guys every other industry has it right don't they just have that exactly and so when you walk into a job you're just automatically protected by this HR Mm. interesting I mean that went off on a side tangent though but yeah (laughs) yeah yes to yes to protection all round just like it's mad isn't it yeah wow well (laughs) Maggie Service oh friend actor actress (laughs) (laughs) friend fabulous comedian and now (laughs) activist I'm gonna say hello (laughs) I'm just saying yeah hats off to the actor what are you saying am I allowed to say two things (laughs) say whatever you want Mags (laughs) well I do I do want to reiterate what you said the first thing that made me cry in your solo snippet which is you are not alone mm. to all the little solo performers wherever they are who are not employed at the moment because that's a beautiful thing to hear and mm. put it in your heart. And secondly, I'm just saying, mm. again, like you, Jen, use, let's try and use our creativity in this time and see where it goes. And I would love to quote the late, great actor John Rogan, mm. who said, have the courage to dive in go for it baby if you don't go for it now you're never gonna do it so like use this time let's use this time there you go beautiful that is profound and there is no other note to close Mm -hmm. this episode on (laughs) so much mags for joining me oh my friend it's been my pleasure absolute joy i feel like we need to do it again we just covered so much (laughs) There's a lot to say. Well, you yeah. started it. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Your solo, well, thank you. Solo you've snippet. Been, yeah, you've been gorgeous guests. Thank you so much. My pleasure. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I just wanted that conversation to carry on and on. Maggie, you and that laugh are so good for the soul. And as I said, I am totally refreshed by your level of positivity for the future of the industry. And we thank you so much for sharing it with us. Head to maggieservice.com to find out more about Mags and her work. And to keep up to date, follow her on Twitter with the handle at Maggie Service, where her content certainly does not disappoint. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in once again. It's all for you. It's all for you. Freedom. Keep your ears to the ground.